0: Gross! My favorite song, <laughs> <laughs> the demon whoop. Whoop! Yeah. It is. We're getting y'all grossed out no. ahead of time. Yep. Yeah. Cause it's gonna be a gross one. Oh, is it? It's, yeah, it's gonna be I'm, nasty. I have no idea. I know. I was gonna do Galileo, and then I'm like, I don't wanna. Right. I was like, Is he nasty? <laughs> I mean, he's pretty nasty. I, was like, I thought he was just <laughs> regular. He's like super nasty. <laughs> When you get to know him, you're like, "Hey Galileo," and he's like, he'll just like start swearing at you. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's just like a regular old man. He's pretty nasty. I mean, that's see, but that doesn't that doesn't ring nasty to me. Nasty is like Andrew Jackson. He's nasty. Hello, welcome to Hysterical History. Hi, I'm Haley. Podcast. I'm Alexis. History, comedy, mostly comedy, mostly. I mean, you clicked the. It's funny because you as a listener know what this episode is going to be about, and Alexis doesn't You I don't. We're going to be talking about syphilis. Ooh, exciting. <laughs> because this month has been a terrible month for my body. It's true. Um, it started off with a cold, or no, actually it was a flu. Yeah, I was going to say, I had a cold. Um, it was like... A week and a half or something, mm-hmm. and then it was like going away, and then overnight, I suddenly had like this terrible dime-sized, putrid abscess <laughs> thing on my face, and so I'm so like, dramatic about it. Well, this is happening. That was so funny because I was out of town visiting family. And then you just sent me a message that you had a nasty on your face. Uh-huh. And then I was trying to, like, diagnose you over the phone. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, you were pretty good at Thank it. Thank you. Um, but then I was like, can I see it? Because if not, I feel like I can't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you were like, oh, it's going to haunt your dreams. And I was like, whatever. Uh, I mean, it's, it's haunted my dreams. And then you said it to me, and I was like immediately like, oh, I think you just have a cold sore. Like, that just looks like a cold sore. Which is terrible. And then I and sent I, you a picture I, of a drawing of one. <laughs> exactly. I've never seen a cold sore that bad that wasn't a, a um, clinical illustration <laughs> or, like, a warning poster or photograph oh, sure. like, to get sailors to not have sex in weird ports mm. with women. Mm. Like, it's always just, like, you know, one little red spot on the lip or something. But this was, like, a cluster I was getting tryptophobia from my own face. Yeah. I couldn't look in the mirror. They can get pretty nasty. And I think especially, like, your because it's, like, your first one Yeah, that's, like, come all the way to the surface. Like, your first one can be pretty gross. Like, my mom got one, and she said, like, that she had, like, an allergic reaction to it and, like, freaked Mm. out her entire, like, mouth. Oh, my gosh. And, like, she had to go to the doctor, and they were like, why didn't you come earlier? Because she was, like, having problems (laughs) breathing through her mouth. Uh, yeah, I was like – I immediately got antivirals. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want to – I'm like, get rid of it. Yeah. Immediately. Right. I mean, I'm already mad because I've been that jackass like every day of my life who's been like, do you have a cold sore mm-hmm. whenever anyone wants to share a drink with me? And they're like, right. I mean, I did. I'm like, well, then you're not – Then no. Then no. Have you ever in your life had a cold sore? <laughs> <laughs> then no, you don't get then to no then you don't get to and then it happened anyway. yeah I mean it's inevitable. so to feel better about myself, I started reading up about syphilis <laughs> It's not well cold sores are not quite as bad they're not and they're not even remotely no it's nowhere near as bad no it it's kind of weird though because on the other hand, syphilis is much easier to treat Mm. Because it is a bacteria and not a virus. Oh, sure. Uh, but we have penicillin now, and we haven't always. Hooray. So it used to not be easy to treat. I was going to say, you <clears> never <throat> really hear about people in syphilis now? No, even though, like, there's been kind of a resurgence, I suppose. People, like, mm. just not using condoms. Yep, gross. Uh, use the condoms. Do it. It's very easy to treat. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess it's kind of seeing, like, a resurgence with like co-infecting people with HIV so it's like extra uh, extra bad right um, but like stay safe guys yeah let's talk about the history of get it get tested and or you know you also can do things that don't won't give you the diseases mm-hmm. that are still sexual and a fun time yeah play a board game sure D- do strip poker or whatever mm-hmm. there are other things yeah anyway hold, hold hands oh i have to tell you real quick cuz i was reading a book about—spoiler alert for my soon-to-come episodes—I was reading a book (laughs) about Mary Queen of Scots, and it was describing Francis. Yeah. And uh, it was like, who had inherited his father's syphilitic blood. (laughs) And I was like, (laughs) whoa. (laughs) Uh Oh. Throw him under the bus, please. Such a weird way to put it. Henry is a piece of garbage. Because you don't inherit— he made you nasty. You don't inherit your father's syphilis. No, but— I mean, not really— I, I think mostly they were just implying that, like, he's got health problems, you know? Yeah. So they're wow. just like his dad was nasty. And, and he's nasty. And it made him bad <laughs> at health. It made him bad. Yeah. So in the 1530s, uh, there's a guy, an Italian jack-of-all-trades, Girolamo Fracastoro, mm. Gelamo? Yeah, just, you know, gelato. <laughs> Girolamo. Girolamo, okay. Girolamo. You can call him gelato. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to call him Mr. Ice Cream. <laughs> Mr. Ice Cream. Gelato is amazing if you guys haven't had it. It's like ice cream, but better. It's But way more sugar. It's so good. Yeah, more cream. Mm-hmm. Basically, everything that makes ice cream good, just more of it. They just turned it all up to 11. <laughs> Uh, so he's one of these like comfortably rich Renaissance guys that sure. just like know how to do everything. He has a moon crater named after him. Oh, uh, physician, poet, professor. He writes a three book epic poem. Wait, is that because he discovered something on the moon, or he just people like him? You just like him. Okay, never heard of him. Continue. Yeah, you you wouldn't. <laughs> not Who cares? Except for this. Uh, and even then, it's like, you know, who cares? Okay. He writes a three-book epic poem about a shepherd boy who, during, like, a drought or something, he's like, I blame Apollo. Okay. Uh, you did mistake. this. You did this. Always a yeah. mistake. Yeah, because Apollo's like, well, F you, too. he's in a punch in the face. Uh, and he curses him with a terrible disease. Yeah. <laughs> And the poem mentions uh, using like mercury as a cure. Okay. Uh, and the disease is fatal. Doesn't and the, shefer- work. <laughs> the shepherd's boy's name is Syphilis. Well, there we go. That's unfortunate. Yeah, not the best. Uh, but the poem is Syphilis or the French disease. And our <sighs> name for the disease comes from the poem. I was going to say, this guy's Italian. Yes, it's the French disease, mm-hmm. racism. <laughs> yeah, Hooray! Uh, yeah. It was called the Great Pox to differentiate it from smallpox. Mm. And big Pox, the big, the big one, giant open wound pox. Because of embarrassment and yeah. uh, hatred, sexy hatred. <laughs> sexy hatred. The <laughs> the Germans and the English
1: uh-huh. called it
0: the French pox yeah. as well. The Russians called it the Polish sickness. It's the thing where it's like, why are you so obsessed with me? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, even if it's negative mm, attention, it's so mm. much attention. Yeah. You can tell exactly who people are like staring at and thinking about having sex with. Why are you so obsessed with me? (sighs) But yeah, so Germans and English call it the French pox. France is Regina George. Mm-hmm. Russians called it the Polish sickness. Mm. So <laughs> whoever it, you're racist against. Polish called it's it the them. German sickness. <laughs> Just passing it around. Yep. French called it the Neapolitan sickness. So it's back to the Italians. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, they named it, so that's fair. The Flemish, the Dutch, Portuguese, and North Africans called it the Spanish sickness, eh. or the Castilian sickness. Hmm. The Japanese called it the Cantonese rash. <laughs> it's so much. It's like <laughs> it's so predictable. Whoever's closest to you that you don't like, just point that way. So predictable. Oh my gosh. In Turkey, it's the Christian disease. It's a 1918 flu all over again. Yeah, and in Tahiti, Before it's the it British disease. Mm-hmm. It's. I mean. Gosh, man! Amazing. It's it's so funny. Like the first time, you're like, oh, I mean, yeah, of course they call it the French disease, and then you're like, oh, it just keeps going. Oh, Oh. it's not specifically about French people. It's just whoever you Mm. don't like. Yeah, it's like what they don't tell you is they all named it this during one night in one brothel. (laughs) That's not true. Where they all got it and pointed a finger. (laughs) They all got it. Pointed at the person to their left, and (laughs) it was fine. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, it's a new disease, kind of mm-hmm. quote unquote new disease okay. Uh, I read somewhere that it was the first disease that was like discovered or unearthed after the invention of the um, printing press, okay, which I would have to dig a little bit to know if it's true, but it's the first one that gets like a lot of publicity, right? Because like the Black Death had been like a big yeah. thing, but there had been plague before. Sure, they know about a lot of different diseases at yeah, this point in time. It already had that one, and uh it happens it, it had been unheard of in Europe. They didn't really know what it was. The first pandemic outbreak we have a record of at least in Europe is in fourteen ninety four okay, I want to say um and what do we know? Columbus. What, yeah, what do we know it happens in the 1490s? Mm, it's Columbus. It's Columbus. Did he bring it back? Well, Is this the one from the goats? Um. No. Okay. I mean, not that I know of. There were a lot of... Google tried to auto-complete a lot of searches for me, like, Yeah. Does syphilis come from llamas? <laughs> yeah. Does syphilis come from <laughs> sheep? <laughs> yeah. How about, how about goats? Yeah. How about alpacas? I'm yeah. like, what are... <laughs> Whatever because it I've heard like a a historical rumor that it was maybe I think it's gonorrhea actually that was like they didn't have it in Europe at all, and like the only things that had it in the Americas were like animals mm-hmm. so that they were like clearly Columbus's people hooked up with some animals, got the disease, and then brought it over here, but I don't actually know if that's true, I hope it's true because it's funny, but I don't know, so there are two main theories i guess at the moment and honestly like as soon as europe got it they're like it's from uh the brown people sure back west sure because uh, you know no one wanted it to be from their place yeah but the the colombian hypothesis has been around for a while mm-hmm. basically we have colombian or pre-colombian about whether it's been in europe and the rest of the world you know just when right um and also even if it is from them that doesn't make them like dirty it's just like some diseases start places and move around. Yeah, we gave them smallpox. Yeah. So we we it's it's a nice exchange of disease as you go. Yeah. <laughs> just unfortunate ours was a lot worse. Almost always is, yeah. Yeah. White people got nasty stuff in them. Just really bad. <laughs> more domesticated animals yeah. is the problem. Yeah. So you get more more diseases from your animals, and then, like, the other people just, like, have zero, mm-hmm. zero immunity They're not to doing them. those things mm-hmm. with those animals. But the, the point is we don't know. Even today we don't know okay. for sure if it did come from the New World or I not. I mean, it's hard to know uh, if it's you, that old. If you read an article that says we do know, it's, um, it's getting a bit ahead of itself. It's probably guessing. There's the family of diseases, which syphilis is related to. Um, it's a bacteria called a spirochete. Mm. Uh, Treponema pallidum is the scientific name. But all the treponoma genus, syphilis is the youngest or the newest strain. <laughs> the of youngest. Oh, yeah. baby. <laughs> baby. Oh, baby. Well, oh, syphilis is so cute. One uh, geneticist, I think the common idea right now is that the oldest subspecies, uh, which is the spirochete that causes yaws, um, has been with You're us. saying a lot of words, I don't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so let's see. So it's a bacteria, which is a spirochete, which is just its shape. It looks like a little curly hair or like a spiral. spiral noodle. Sure. Um, and what are, it, what are those fusilis with the spinny ones? Sure. I don't know. I don't know what fusilis. Yeah, the the noodles. Oh. I don't know that word. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm trying to get you to explain something to me, and I'm trying to explain it to you to make sure I'm correct with a word you don't know. So (laughs) It's great. It just looks like a a kinky, curly hair. Mm. Uh, But it causes yaws, which is a tropical disease that looks kind of like syphilis, but it's not sexually transmitted. Uh, Yeah. Swirly noodles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but it looks like syphilis, but it's not sexually transmitted. Okay. It's not um, – I don't think it's as bad or at least not as bad as it was when it hit Europe okay. initially, which was very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's been with us for like 1.5 million years. Okay. Like we came out of Africa with it. Sure. It's been with us since the beginning. Everyone's got it. It's real normal. And then there's a dry climate variation that's common and kind of – Western Asia, mm-hmm. Middle East, that is, you get it through, like, sharing eating utensils. Okay. It's more like mouth-to-mouth. Gotcha. Uh, and then the the thought is, like, did it cross over the land bridge? And that's how maybe it got to North America and South America. Mm-hmm. And then Europeans caught it coming from the other direction, brought it sure. back. And by that time, maybe they, you know, had absolutely no herd immunity to it or anything, and yeah. that's why it was so bad for them. And it, like, evolved. So that's, like, one idea. Okay. Uh, human, I mean, sounds fair. Human remains of people that have had any of these diseases um, all kind of have similar markings on them. Okay. They're they're pretty shocking and distinctive. The bones look like they've been eaten away by acid hmm. uh, because it gets into the bones and just, like, destroys them. It's from yaw or syphilis or both? All of them. Okay. Uh, Not, yeah, I mean, all of them. So people, if you see bones and you're like, it's, you know, one of these diseases, Mm -hmm. but we can't tell which one. Uh, Some people think they can. They're like, look, we had syphilis in ancient Rome. and It's like, maybe, Mm. or maybe it was something else. Maybe it was the other thing (laughs) that looks exactly like it. Yeah. Questionable. Uh, And it's really hard to tell unless you're doing like a full DNA analysis, which itself is hard because it doesn't doesn't stick around in the bone a long time. So the point is we don't know. Hmm. Uh so the first big break out in Europe is uh begins when Charles the 8th leads French troops to invade Italy. Okay. Uh he gets to Naples. What year is this? Um what is this? Like 1493, 14 okay. Or yeah, 1493, 1494. Okay. Um gets to Naples Part It's part of the French-Italian wars that are, like, mm-hmm. drag on for 50 years, and they're just, like, a total waste of time. Yeah, with my boy Ambrose. And life, and, like, it's just a total waste of everything. Yeah, it's Because nothing, like, changes. No, they just punch each other. A lot of people die, use bullets for, like, one of the first times, and yeah. just real bad. Uh, but Charles's conquest of Naples is most notorious nowadays because... He's using all these mercenaries and all these soldiers, Ah. and they go pillaging the town and the people, Mm -hmm. and people there have this new bad thing that's, like, really bad and Ah. fatal, and then they all go home, and they take it with them. Great. And by, like, the early 1500s, so, like, 20, 30 years later, Mm -hmm. everyone in Europe has it. Yay. And it's, like, really bad. They start spreading the French disease. I see. Which becomes everything else. Uh, it it isn't like uh, like cholera or the plague, where people are really scared, mostly because they just don't know how they're getting it or where it's right. coming from. People figure out immediately where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. They're getting it from doing the nasty with each other. Yeah, and uh, part of the reason they know is because you get the first signs of it on your junk. Right, that helps. It helps. Well, and also that, you know, you can think, oh, I had sex quite recently. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, when it's, you know, from, like, water or food or something, it's mm-hmm. like you have no idea what food it could have been. And you have no idea what water you drank that could have been bad. Right. Exactly. When it's, like, when it's like an inner gut thing, it's like, I don't know. Anything <laughs> could be happening to you even right now. I don't know. Right. Like, you know, like all gut diseases are the same feeling. It just feels bad. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, but junk sores are pretty clear, <laughs> and they just go everywhere. Yeah, because uh, everyone in Europe has it, and then Europe—this is like the age of exploration now—so mm-hmm. they're going all over the place. Great, as well, that and ev- 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 just everyone has it. So by the 1520s, 1530s, when that guy writes that poem, mm-hmm. it's super well established, and right. everyone knows what it is. I mean, that's how you know when it's established, when they write a <laughs> giant poem about it. Three-volume poem. And everybody knows what it is. They're like, oh, yeah. The like, French- no one would write a poem that long if they didn't think people were going to get it. And his name was Syphilis. Yeah, let's call it Syphilis. Let's do that. Uh, a- <laughs> Which is, uh, I never have really thought about the name, but then, you know, when I think about, like, Cis- what is his name? Sisyphus? Not syphilis, the other guy. Yeah. Like Sisyphean curse man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, yeah, it is very similar. So that makes sense. Yeah, has, has a definite Greco Roman twang to yes, it. Yes, yes. So the governments and the churches try to help regulate it mm-hmm. and to not great effect. Yeah. They try by trying to close down brothels Hmm. and uh, bathhouses. Yeah. And when that doesn't work, because of course it doesn't work. Nope. Like, of course it doesn't work. They're like, well, maybe we can just try to regulate it. (laughs) Uh, And that doesn't work either. No. Because, like, how are you going to? It doesn't. Yeah. It's, you can't control it you can't like you don't have any way to treat it i mean barely have a way to diagnose it right we have the same thing with like you know stds or stis now Mm -hmm. which is just like you have to just beg people be like please please be safe please just be smart please like that's all you can do is just be like please yeah and if they aren't and looks like still happens all the time there's like there's no one out there handing out free condoms right They don't have free clinics with accurate diagnostic tools. And they all got nasty condoms that are, like, (laughs) made of animal intestines and weird stuff Mm -hmm. that are real gross. (laughs) Yeah. You, like, take it off and it's like a sausage already. Nasty. Yeah. (laughs) So I get it. If there was ever a time not to use a condom, it's before condoms were, like, actually a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's like, well, yeah, because it's gross. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of gross. It can't be enjoyable. Not as gross as syphilis. I mean, I agree. <laughs> and we're not in that time anymore. So use a condom. Uh, use a condom and get tested. Mm-hmm. If you think, maybe I have syphilis or, like, I wonder if I could have syphilis, then you might have syphilis. Go get tested. Yeah. I mean, just if anything's weird going on down there and you have had sex ever, just do it. I mean, it's so easy to treat. Yeah. It's so easy, especially syphilis. The testing just, is so easy. We we treat it the same way we treated it in like the forties. It's I, it's just penicillin. Oh, I was gonna say. Yeah. Nice and easy. It's a bacteria. It's really easy to treat. Yeah, get rid of it. And if you have a penicillin allergy, then they have a different way of doing it. But it's so I know still there's really like, easy. You know, there's, like, hierarchy of STIs. I just don't know where most of them mm. are. Uh, I know, like, some of them are treated much more funny than other ones. Obviously, <laughs> HIV yeah. and AIDS are way up there. If it's but, a virus, it's much harder to get rid of in general. Yeah. Uh, it, once you have, Once it's a virus, you have to have a vaccine. Right. Which is targeted specifically to the virus but mm-hmm. if it's a bacteria you can just use you know an antibiotic well and even like with hiv it's like it used to be like when we were kids it was like oh no you'll die and mm-hmm. it'll be terrible and it, it, death is around every corner And it's like because of you know research has been knocked way down like it's still bad yeah. obviously but like comparatively and also just because of hiv itself it's a very fast um it mutates very quickly, which is part of what makes it very difficult to find a cure for. Right. But it also makes it really adaptable to its host, Mm -hmm. which is really fascinating. And I don't mean to, like, sound gushy about (laughs) HIV, but it's like no— I mean, diseases are fun. They're interesting. No pathogen, like, wants to kill its host because that means it has to—it doesn't have a host anymore. So either it's transmission— Method has to be really effective. Like it needs to make the host explode. Yeah. (laughs) um, Which even then isn't optimal because then you don't have a host anymore. Right. Um, Or you need to become better at living in your host so you can stay around as long as possible. Right. The desired outcome is you have another reservoir. Mm -hmm. So slowly, generation by generation, it's becoming less uh, virulent. Right. Which is great because then just like we can step around it mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. it, you might think it's better for you, but it's actually better for us because we're going to make sure you don't get passed along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the same thing happens with syphilis, I think, mm-hmm. because when it first hits a new population, which is in Europe, if it is in fact new yeah. Or even if it's just, like, a different transmission method. Like, I saw one hypothesis that was, like, maybe it's yaws, but it just, like, changed its, like, to being sexually transmitted. Sure. And got, like, a little more deadly. Right. That was why I said, like, it evolved or, like, adapted or whatever. Mm-hmm. It just, it changed the method. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um. So either, like, it changed or it's entirely new. But whatever it is, Europe doesn't have any defenses. No. Against it. But, you know, between the 1490s and now, you know, it's less, it's less bad mm-hmm. and we can treat it. Ugh. I just, I hate thinking about the past sometimes because it's just so gross. It's super you know? gross. I haven't even gotten to like describing symptoms. No, no. But I'm, I'm just thinking like how dirty people are in general. <laughs> yeah. And then also now they got sores on their junk. And they're still banging. Like Mm -hmm. people are still like, that's okay. And I'm like, it ain't, son. Worth it. Once somebody whips it out, either way, you know, whatever it is, and then they got sores and stuff, I want you to just take a step back and be like, hold up. (laughs) What's (laughs) going on? Hold up. But they're just like, that's fine. And I'm just like, don't. (laughs) It's fine. Don't. No, it's not. Look for someone who doesn't have sores. (laughs) We're so picky these days. Oh my gosh! They're like we're you so coddles. I know. <laughs> want a pure body? Are mm-hmm. you special? Oh. I know, but I'm just thinking about dirty sores on junk, and it's not a good time. I don't want it. Mm. I didn't even want it on my face. I didn't. I couldn't look in the mirror for like you know, two weeks. <laughs> it's not that you had syphilis on your face. No, but I had something <sighs> less bad. Yeah, and I didn't. Even, I didn't want anything to do with it. You were you were having like a person like an internal crisis about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still having internal. Crisis. <laughs> I was just like I've had cold sores for so long because I'm almost positive I got it from my parents <laughs> or my dad. Yeah, who's had them forever. So I'm just like. eh. <laughs> I've been fighting for so many years, Alexis. It doesn't matter. I it's finally lost. I finally lost. It it's like, it doesn't matter. And now... It doesn't do anything. Now it's forever. <laughs> now it's my ride or die. Oh, no. Every, like... Two or three times a year, <laughs> my lip is going to hurt for four days. Now I have I, to buy a new tube of Abreva that costs $20. Now I have a little voice in the back of my mm. mouth saying, I'm going to be in you when you die. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, it won't matter when you die. Yeah, I know, but it's going to be until then. Okay. It's going to be all the time. Yeah, Forever. Sure. So, unlike syphilis, <laughs> syphilis, which you can cure, or it, it's with you until you die, which is much sooner. Yeah, so people think God's doing it to them, sure, which is a pretty common reaction. Yeah, uh, the holy, well, I mean, especially what time period it is, very, very religious. Yeah, uh, the holy Roman Emperor Max the I was like, Yeah, we're bad, this is which is what we get. Yeah, punishment. Um, but because the transmission method is so obvious uh-huh. and easy to moralize, yeah. I think it's even worse. And I was going to say, not to slut shame, obviously, but, like— But, like, they they did. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And I wasn't trying to slut shame. I was just saying be slightly pickier, you know, mm-hmm. about what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, not—, not Uh, shaming the person who has no shaming the person who doesn't and still goes for it yes Mm. when there's visible proof that something might be amiss weird choice whereas like if both people have syphilis it's like go ahead yeah (laughs) whatever it's too late do it but in a way it it is like the aids of its day Mm -hmm. it like comes out of nowhere it's super uh deadly when it starts out yeah and People who are moralizing are like, maybe we should just let him die. I mean, mm. God wants them to die. Like, they so, kind of deserve it. I mean, they did this to themselves. So, like, oh. what do we, uh, like, what do we do? No, 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 no. I mean, we already can't do anything. So, maybe we just, like, put them in a dark room and let them die. Right. It's like, obviously, what do we do ends up being like, they don't know how to do anything. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. But yeah, bad attitude to have. And because, like, on the other end, you get, Um, People who, like, might get syphilis from a spouse. Yeah. Um, But those people, they don't think they did anything wrong. So they're like, well, God will take care of me. And they don't even try. Right. Which, it's like, I'm a good person. Don't do that. So. It's almost like it doesn't matter. It's almost like it doesn't matter. If it's a disease. It's almost like God is dead. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Or whatever. Like, maybe I was going to say, hard. I don't think God is inflicting <laughs> you with diseases. Um, there's a whole thing in the Bible about that, actually. Like, that's a thing when it, that's uh-huh. funny to me is when it's like, God did this to you or whatever. I'm like, if only, like, these people can't really read the Bible yet. Um, but if they could, they could read the part where Jesus heals people and says, like, hey, God didn't do this. Mm-hmm. They just have a disease. Yeah, religion. It's not really that big of a deal. Um, religion and God are not the same things. No. And I mean religion and bi- the Bible aren't the same no. things either. Oh, like I just watched the nastiest movie for Screamies. mm mm-hmm. um, I Spit on Your Grave, Deja Vu. Is that the whole title? Uh-huh. Because uh, there's an old movie that's a sit with the same people, like the same main character, mm-hmm. or at least for the beginning, the main character. Spoiler alert for this movie that you shouldn't watch. <laughs> um And it's like a really nasty rape revenge movie, just like the worst of its kind from the 70s. And then this is – they made a new one. Um, And they probably didn't update it at all. Well, this is like – I mean, it's better, I'm sure, because they showed clips of the old one in this one. And I'm like, this one's not as bad, but it's still disgusting and horrible and just like – Just bad in general. Just not good. So I'm just like, why do you do this? What was the point? Why why do you think this is an appropriate movie now? It wasn't even appropriate then, Mm -hmm. but it was somehow more appropriate than now. Yeah. Um But, like, all the people in there are, like, you know, it's, like I said, it's a rape revenge, so a lot of the villains are raping people, but then they're, like, saying that God is on their side and then yelling at other people about their sins and, and, like, murdering people, too, and then being, like, because you sinned about this person, whatever. And I'm, like, it's a commandment not to murder people. (laughs) Like, do you realize? (laughs) Yeah. And it's just, it's those kind of things where it's, like, it's just amazing when the Bible gets out of context and you're, like, they're really basic, clear stories that prove of what you're saying wrong perfectly. Like, yeah. mm, mm. if only somebody could come up and tell you. <laughs> and it's like, maybe not. If only all these people had gotten a literature degree <laughs> and knew how to cite their sources. If only people could read at the time. <laughs> and just like look at stuff and be able to think for themselves and argue points from the text. Right. So, but I mean, people do it now too. Speaking so. of the church. Yep. Um, I think where it gets kind of funny is that Obviously, there are people in the church who take vows to be celibate. <laughs> and they get syphilis. Um, and syphilis is so obvious yeah. when you get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's so obvious what yeah. you've been doing yeah, in the nighttime, yeah. in the dark. Uh, so syphilis becomes this gory, obvious symbol mm-hmm. that you've been sinning amazing and it's not just monks like low yeah like it's like cardinals and stuff it's like high ranking like dudes pope people who like are supposed to have your soul's fate in their hands. Mm-hmm. Who are supposed to tell you what you need to do to get right with God. And their noses are rotting off because they sin yeah. like, really bad. So gross. I mean, when you think of it in that context, I'm like, it kind of does look like God is punishing you. Sure. You are definitely. you took the <laughs> vow and then you didn't keep up You to it. definitely have the look of someone. <laughs> you definitely. Who's getting punished. Gross. So... I said noses fallen off. Yep. Um, your junk don't really fall off. That's nice. Um, I wish it did just so that people would stop getting it. It it kind of... Mm. Well, the old symptoms are much worse. Obviously. Um, giant abscesses. Right. Huge pockets that just kind of like collapse and then the pus eats everything and away. On your skin? Just like on, on your outer skin, uh, I'm assuming. Particularly the face. It really likes the face cartilage. Ooh, gross. So... Even once we get to the age of like f- photography, yeah. You'll get like people whose lips are missing and then Oof. like there's just a pocket where the nose should be. You're like, dang. Right. Ooh, that's not a good look. That's rough, buddy. That's really that's really rough. It's and it's horrific. It's right. just bad. Uh, I'm not trying to shame people, but you know, when things should be there and then aren't there, it's a lot. Yeah, it's like, I'm so sorry this is happening to you, but it is very gross. Right. Also. And I'm sorry you didn't have a treatment. (laughs) Sorry, just immediately. I always remember, like, when it's, like, something that should be there that's not, like, having friends over, my dad being in shorts. And, like, they've (laughs) never been to my house. Yeah. And then they go into my room and they're, like, they look scared. while I'm like, let's find a game to play. And then they, like, I'm like, what? Because they look like they're terrified. Yeah. And then they're like, what happened to your dad? Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, I don't know what, uh, what <laughs> because oh, my don't... dad's missing a leg. Is he okay? But I he's don't... always been missing a leg. <laughs> yeah, it's so normal. it's not confusing it's to me. Normal for you. He's just like chilling out, watching the game, right? Or something. So then when they're like, "What happened to him?" I'm like, I don't know, because I think they have information I don't have. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I was like sis, I don't know. And That's then, they, so and, funny. then they, and then they look at me like I was crazy and be like, "His leg." And are I'm you like, "Stupid. What oh, are you talking about?" He just doesn't have a leg. So syphilis changes history around it, including fashion. Oh, so women are be- wearing full face masks now, so you can't see my face right kind off. Kind of women uh, and men, depending on uh, the sure. culture and where you are. Sure, wear, start wearing a lot more makeup yeah. to hide their lesions. Like nasty, just just plastering it on. And girl, unless it's like real modern makeup, that don't work. You know? Yeah. It's, it's still <laughs> obvious. It's like those challenges on YouTube where you do, like, 50, 100 layers yeah. of foundation. Yeah. Except it's, like— So probably, the foundation's not as good. It's probably lead-based. Yeah. And it's pure white yeah. or whatever. And it's, like, white is just going to intensify the the, the gaps, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know? <laughs> I mean, once you get to there's a hole in your face— it's There's not a lot you can do. There's not a whole lot. But if you just have, like, rashes or, like, sure, little sure. lesions, you can kind of cover it up. Yeah. On top of that, hair loss is a Mm. symptom. Alopecia. Wigs. Or is it alopecia? I don't know. Probably? Mm, I think so. Uh, But long, healthy hair is a status symbol. Yeah. You know, people wearing ponytails. I mean, even now. Even hair. You know, good, healthy hair is a symbol that you're healthy and taking your vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. at first, people start wearing wigs just out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, you know, whatever they can get their hands on. Yeah. You can hide your baldness, and you can kind of cover up some of the sores around your face. Right. But it doesn't become the fashion until a couple of monarchs. I was going to say royalty. Get it. mm mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like it's not the fashion until famous people start doing yeah. it. Yeah. Our old friend, the Sun King of France, uh-huh. Louis the Fourteenth, started losing his hair when he was around 17. Mm. Just, uh, like, natural balding, or, like, did he have disease? We we suspect he had syphilis. Okay. Um, as well as his cousin, uh, Charles II, King of England, mm. who uh, started wearing wigs when his hair was going gray. Gotcha. But uh, Louis had almost 50 personal wig makers. Well, I mean, just yeah. Just in his employ. To He's keep him, the most fancy boy. To keep him looking good, yeah. girl. Keep him looking good. You gotta... And, uh, you know, we 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 suspect they both had syphilis. Fair. And of course, all the rich people started copying them, and even yep. after they die, the trend. Did They're not like, go I away. want syphilis too. I also <laughs> want to look as though I am fancy and have syphilis, and and like part of my face is falling off, so that. Um, That old regime French look of, like, pure white face with, like, the one little dimple and the big wig. That's all syphilis. Mm, Delicious. Pure French disease. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful French disease. (laughs) The French take disease but make it fashion. (laughs) Disease but fashion. (laughs) That's French culture. Disease (laughs) but fashion. But but fashion. (laughs) (laughs) How French can you get? Syphilis. That sounds like a sticker to me, disease, but fashion. <laughs> the big wig. Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Higher. Girl. Mm. Girl. Mm. And our cute little beauty mark. So people know how it's spread. It's all sexually transmitted. Yeah. It can also be congenital. Um which sure. I haven't mentioned, which is basically the mom gives it to the baby. Ah. Which is very sad. Which is why Francis couldn't have got it from his dad. Yeah. But could get it from his mom, mm-hmm. who probably got it from his dad. Yeah, so I'm like, he can't really get it from his dad. He but you know, maybe But kind of. Through in his, the roundabout through way. his mom, but like none of his blood from his mom is from his dad. Right. So not really. But if he gave her the disease, yeah. then kind of. But Maybe. it's not the blood. Yeah, They obviously, the person who wrote that, doesn't know how syphilis do. <laughs> they're just being purple. They're just, yeah. They're. I mean, it's surprising how purple they are when that book is like 75 pages. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's amazing well, sometimes. It's, I mean, if it wasn't purple, it'd be like 12 pages. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but also packed with detail. So good for you. I don't remember who wrote it. <laughs> I'll tell you when I do the episode. Good for you. So people know how it spread, but it's kind of a mystery in a lot of other ways. Mm. In you know that sense that nobody really knows how disease do right for and a long like time. I'm sure that some people have it a lot worse and faster happening mm. than other people. Yeah, which and is a mystery. Syphilis is pretty notorious. It's called the the great uh, imitator or the great mimic ah, because it, it looks like other stuff. It looks like a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. Um.
1: It's hard to do
0: at first. people thought, for instance, that it was just a late stage of gonorrhea. Sure. Um, There's a modern case, actually, like modern enough that it was in a current case study journal that I was reading. Okay. Of a guy who went in because he had, he thought, you know, he had a lump, a testicular lump. Uh Uh-huh. And the doctors thought it was malignant, so they had it removed. And they're like, oh, it's syphilis. Oh. Oh, it wasn't a tumor. You're you have a STI, right? And so they're like, "Here's some penicillin. You're <laughs> you're fine. Wear go a home. condom, doofus." <laughs> like, what do you just go? Oh my gosh! But you know, I mean, at least it wasn't a tumor. Good for you. Yeah, it wasn't a tumor. Um uh, good for you for getting it checked out anyway. But uh, let's talk about John Hunter. <laughs> He was a surgeon. Is he English? Uh, he's English. Yeah, we go. You can probably tell. Yeah, he was the surgeon to King George the Third. Oh, who he? Ta- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of good work. Mm. We're very fond of your wow. work over here. Famous, the mad. Um, mm-hmm. But he taught and collaborated with the pioneer of the smallpox vaccine, Edward Jenner. Mm-hmm. And Hunter was something of an authority on venereal diseases during the day. Oh, good for you. It was the fashion to self-experiment at the time. What? I don't... Hmm. Uh, so there is a story of him... Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand what you mean. hmm yeah, if you don't know what I mean, you'll you'll know. I'm going to tell you. And he he took some pus from a person with gonorrhea yes. and he stuck it right in his dick and so nasty. It came from someone who was also infected with syphilis and he didn't know that. Yeah. But he had um his theory was that syphilis was just late stage gonorrhea. Sure. And so in his mind he's like this proves me right. Because it's like, no, they have two diseases. I got both, when actually he just got both. Right. uh, It's like kind of setback medicine. He wasn't proved wrong for like another half century. Right. Or something. It's hard to figure out if it looks like other stuff. (laughs) He reports the experiment in a treatise on the venereal disease. And he... He mentions the the subject is anonymous, so we're not really mm-hmm. sure if it's him or not, mm-hmm. uh, but who knows. I was going to say, are we going to call it an experiment when you just <laughs> shove stuff in your body? Yeah. At I don't time. think that's what it is. At the time, he wrote it down. Experiment. That counts. <laughs> he had a theory and proved himself right, even though it's wrong. He was a fan of treating syphilis with mercury. Don't. And cauterization, which was the mm. biggest treatment historically. Mercury was the most common treatment. There's, yeah. There's it's a, not good, though. There's a phrase they've come it's up with. It's not good, fam. A night with Venus and a lifetime with Mercury. Yeah. But, I mean, they've had 400 years to come up with it. So I mean, that's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, if it looks like crazy space liquid, maybe don't put it in you. It's not good, but syphilis is fatal. Yeah. So, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, here's what you can do. You can take mercury however you want, Alexis. Mm. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it any way you want it. Mm. Da-da. Put, I'd um, like to put it in my hat. Uh, I mean, you can, yeah. and it'll kind of sink into the skin. Yeah, That's it works. Topical is a completely uh, authentic way they used to do it. Right. You can eat it. Does that guy I used to bathe in it. Yep, you can uh, snort it, breathe the fumes. You can inject it directly into the spot. Oh. Or just whatever, man. That's bad. I think if it was possible to roll it up and smoke it, people probably would have. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you could solidify yeah. it at any reasonable temperature. Maybe like soak it in some tobacco leaves, and mm. I'm not sure. Mm. I don't think anyone's that creative. No. Uh, don't do drugs, anybody. <laughs> don't do mercury. Especially mer- mercury. Don't do mercury. Uh-uh. Do penicillin after going to the doctor. Yeah. Do the drugs assigned to you by medical professionals. <laughs> uh, so you would sit in a hot room and rub mercury paste on you a couple times a day. Sometimes arsenic was in there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they They had a drink. I think this was later, like, more Victorian era. Mm. It has the... The taste of a Victorian idea. Mm. And I think you'll probably agree with me. They had drinks, a chocolate drink, kind oh. of a Yahoo uh, <laughs> drink of choice you mean, that you would buy on the street from vendors. You mean yes. <laughs> <Yoo-hoo>. <laughs> Yahoo? Yes. Yoohoo. Yahoo. <laughs> uh, a Yahoo drink. <laughs> I thought you just meant for, like, yahoos, you know what I mean? Like uh, a wacky yahoo syphilis (laughs) drink. (laughs) A A yoo-hoo drink. Uh, And they were laced with mercury in them. Ugh. And you It can't taste good. Does it taste like anything? I mean, it's chocolate flavored. No, I mean the mercury. I don't know. I've never had one. I mean, fair. I never had one. I just want to know if, if in your <laughs> research they told you what it tastes like. No. It's got to be bad. It's like metal, right? It has a uh, taste like metal. I don't know. Like, I don't actually know what mercury tastes like. I'm going to Google I'm sure. It. Yeah, Google. What does mercury taste like? Asking for a friend. Not me, NSA agent <laughs> watching my stuff. I know. Google completely thinks I have done terrible things in the nighttime now from all the research I've done. I'm going to get some really weird directed ads from this. It's like, hey, have you thought about getting help? I don't care what it smells like. Well, what does it smell like? I don't know. I'll click on something else. <laughs> it says it tastes like nothing, this random person. But they also accidentally put an exclamation point in the word all instead of an L, so I don't know if I can trust them. I mean, it's that's just the mercury talking. And they work in IT, which I don't know why they would know. <laughs> Oh, gosh. I mean, you get bored at the desk. Sometimes you just snap open a thermometer. Everyone's saying it doesn't taste like anything and that it's smooth. (laughs) Goes down smooth. Goes down smooth. Okay. Goes down smooth. Well, I guess then it just tastes like chocolate. Delicious. Probably just tastes like chocolate. And I don't know how much is in there either. Mm -hmm. It might not be that much. But you could buy some on the street corner. Mm -hmm. And the target audience is clearly men. Uh, who sure. would here's the idea is that you go home and give it to your wife or your kids. Oh, um, and kind of on the DL medicate them without them knowing that you're treating them for syphilis. Oh, some good abuse. Mm. Thanks. Sorry, I probably got you really, really sick., um, but Sorry, I'm gonna give you a disease that will kill you. Here, I'm gonna slip some drugs into your drink. Yeah, here's a nice little chocolate drink, honey. Wow, honey. I love you so much. You're it's a, rough, my dude. Here's a Yahoo. I splurged on a special treat for you. <laughs> Just for you. Just you. Just you. And no, also- don't give it to the kids. No, don't give it to the dog. <laughs> I or mean, the cows. No, dogs are allergic to chocolate, honey. You know that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Not the dog. Oh, gosh. What uh, are you thinking? They, they also used malaria. Especially once we had uh, treatments for malaria, like using. It keeps getting worse. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) mercury is already pretty bad. But it's like, we use they use it for a lot of stuff. So it's like, I'll Uh mostly skip that. Yeah. And then it's like arsenic. And I'm like, okay. Okay. It's not good, fam. Okay. And then now they're like, you know what would be great? Fight it with a new disease. And they'll have a disease battle (laughs) inside of you. (laughs) And the victor will be malaria. Uh, yikes! I mean, they hope it will be way better. the The hope is that it will uh, give you a high fever. Malaria gives you a really high yeah, fever. Yeah, it's gonna burn it out of you. Uh, and it it I don't think it do. I think Probably at the not. end of it, you just have malaria. Also, and syphilis. Aren't there safer ways to get a fever? Do you have hot springs? Uh, some, yeah, they'll just sit in a hot room. You have room. a hot box? they'll just sit in like a Let's hot room. Let's do that instead of new disease. Mm-hmm. Bonus disease. Bonus disease. Gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but at some point we had a treatment for malaria, so it was seen as an acceptable oh, okay. risk. Hmm. Acceptable risk. No. But uh, don't. People be cray. <laughs> I do appreciate this is, like, our first episode about, like, a disease, I feel like, specifically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there are so many disease (laughs) things that happen that you're just like, what are you doing? There's so many ways to get it wrong. Why do you think? I guess our first one was hysterical, but it's not real, so. No. No, not really. It's more like a psychological. Nonsense. Yeah. (laughs) It's more just, like, sexism and stupid. Society being weird. Yeah. Yeah. This is a real disease. Women are depressed because men, throughout history, that's yeah. what the disease was. And at this time, women are depressed because men give them syphilis <laughs> and then drug them secretly. And then they die. How fun. For the whole family. It's great time. How fun. It gets worse. <laughs> I it mean, gets, yeah. It gets worse. Are you talking about the crazy? Um. Yeah, a little bit. I'm gonna go kinda through symptoms. Okay. I don't wanna do this next part last because it's a super bummer though. Right. Um, I'm just I'm just asking because like almost every single person <laughs> if they start doing something crazy in the past, everyone's like, There's syphilis like immediately. <laughs> it's <yphilis." laughs> oh, the drug it's a yeah. sexual disease. And it's it's so hard to tell infection. whether some people really had syphilis or not. I mean There's yeah. a huge list of people that like people suspect had syphilis and it ranges from like you know adolf hitler and napoleon um but the list of people we know had syphilis is a lot smaller yeah but it's it's like the jumping off point of a guess it's like Mm -hmm. the instant guess of historians is like they had syphilis and it probably has had a lot bigger impact on human history than we sure. are aware of. And I mean, like, and especially, like, depending on the time period, I feel like it makes more sense. Like, mm-hmm. the time period you're talking about, it's like a lot of people have it. Yeah. So why wouldn't they have it, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, especially when it gets later, that you're kind of just like, I mean, now it's like, like, once people, like, all the people who really had it bad are dead, probably. Yeah. So, um, like... But, like, there was, Maybe at not. some point, it was, like, one out of five people had right. syphilis. Right, so, right. Severe. Uh, probably. Yeah. Probably. But at some point, it's, like, it, it probably makes more sense that they have, like, a psychological problem, mm-hmm. like, a, like a mental health problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, or, like, a, I don't know, a mental health d- disorder specifically, you know, yeah. like, something that we, like, people didn't think about in the past time, so they would have immediately been, like, syphilis makes you crazy? It's syphilis. Right. Instead of like, being like, maybe, they just have a thing in the brain that's bad. Not everyone in the past that we didn't like could have syphilis. <laughs> right. Well, essentially, like, as soon as you said Napoleon, I was just like, I mean. We have the dick. <laughs> we can check. Okay. <laughs> maybe, yeah. We'll call them in New Jersey and ask them to do some tests. So, I want to talk about a thing called the Tuskegee study. Okay. Which is very. Heard of it. Um, yeah. I don't know much, but heard so, of it. So. Why do we know so much about all the stages if all this happened, like, hundreds of years ago? Because we experimented on people. Uh, We, like, super experimented on people. Um, It's a terrible study and part of the reason why um, ethical standards and medical experimentation is Mm -hmm. so staunch. Right. Which is great. It's good. But from 1932 to 1972, the U.S. Public Health Service um, in Alabama... Conducted a study where they recruited rural black men uh-huh. uh, and tested to see if they had syphilis, and then they just didn't do anything about it. Yeah, they just watched them die slowly. Yeah, they they told them they were being treated and cared for, yeah. and they were getting. They didn't tell them they had syphilis though. Ah, um, they lied to them about that. So they, what did they say they had? Uh nothing. They're just like, we're just gonna like, you know, take care of you and make sure you're like getting all your Don't vitamins. They like figure general. out that. Pieces of them are falling off. I mean, eventually. Oh. Eventually. I guess. Uh, they never let the participants know they had the disease. It's and messed un- up. Initially, like in the 1930s, we didn't have uh, really good treatment for it. But later in the study in the 40s, we had penicillin by that time. So we absolutely could have cured they them. They just didn't give it to them. And they didn't do it. Hmm. Um, later, men who were registering um, for the draft in World War II. Yeah. Uh, if they were found positive for the disease, the again the US yeah. Public Health Service would try to intervene so the military wouldn't cure them. And I, I don't know why. It's just so like, disturbing. Just so they would get more data. I, I guess. Think. But it's this like really dark, nasty period no, of death evil. It's like it's like very bad. Mm-hmm. Like how could you do this? And these men would die of it, of course, because they're not getting any treatment. Right. And you know, they would give it to their Wives and, you know, wives would pass it on to children. So a mm-hmm. lot of damage is being done yeah. by this. It's it's very but bad. But it's fine, Haley, because it's only to the black people. And we also did studies with syphilis in Guatemala mm. a little bit later. So after, <laughs> after we were done with uh, experimenting on black men, mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. We went like to one. Like, does it work for all the people? All oh, the people? How does that happen to you? Uh, they were conducted in Guatemala 1946 to 1948. Ugh. Um, it was led by the same guy, John Carl's Cutler, who also participated in the late stages he of the, sounds t- evil. the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. His name is bad. Um, and doctors would infect a whole bunch of people, like soldiers, um, sex workers, Mental patients um, without any consent. Great. Of course. The experimented resulted in 83 deaths. Only. Hmm. Uh, Only. Um, Studies continued through 1953 involving the same people. Um, And like there was a, I believe there was a whistleblower either in this one or the the first in the Mm -hmm. Kuskegee. On October 1st, 2010, the US President, Secretary of State, and Secretary of Health and Human Services formally apologized to Guatemala for the ethical violations. Well, so, that's nice. So that was uh, Obama and Hillary Clinton. I don't know who the Secretary of Health was, but. Finally. It's like, uh, thanks. But yikes. Had to get a man of color in there before anyone's gonna apologize <laughs> about it. Yikes, man. I, I also don't know when this came to light. Because, you know, when the U.S. does stuff like this, we don't like to tell people. Of course not. This isn't like... It's not good for our image. This isn't widely disseminated information. No. Hmm. Uh, Well, there's, like, obviously that's terrible, but there are some... Of those types of experiments that are really terrible and bad Mm -hmm. that I'm kind of like, I mean, like, it really sucks and it's really nasty. But, like, sometimes we learn something from it that's, like, so important Mm -hmm. that it's like, I mean, how else were we going to figure that out, kind of, for some things? Not this. No, not this. We already – like, this is just – It's almost just for funsies. Right. There's nothing redeeming about this in any way. Because obviously, like, doing this kind of thing is bad every time. Mm -hmm. But at least if you get something out of it that was hard to know beforehand, you can feel like, well, at least there was a purpose. And this has nothing. It wasn't like they were fighting to find a cure. No. Like, if they already have it. No, they just, like, wanted to know a little bit more. That's so gross. And, Yeah. It's – I think it's because – well, I mean, I. you could just read the study. Right. It's hard to study in the lab because you can't really grow it in a petri dish. You have to grow it in rats. Sure. Uh, which is what we do now. It's expensive and it takes a long time, but that's generally what people do. Right. It's not a high um, – I don't know, like high priority thing to study because we know how to treat it. Right. That's the thing. Like once you know how to fix it, who cares what it looks like at the end? As long as you know what it looks like early enough to treat it, Mm -hmm. then who cares? It's not important. Right. like the It's just gross. (laughs) The people who care, like, you know, historians to, you know, do the DNA sequencing and stuff. Sure. But that's like now. That's not in the 50s. Yeah. And you can just, and you're doing that with someone who's dead. Mm -hmm. So it's not like you're torturing them. Right. It's, anyway, it's bad. Yeah. It's like really bad. It's rough, buddy. So the the, the modern course of syphilis, mm-hmm. um, if any of this sounds familiar, get yourself to a doctor. Please. We categorize it into different stages. Mm-hmm. Primary, secondary, tertiary, there's latent stages, okay. and there's also neurosyphilis, which can turn up, I think it, any point but usually it's more late stage okay and that's when it gets to the the brain Mm -hmm. and it gets just uh real wacky yeah it gets wacky with you (laughs) it's a lot so primary syphilis is what you get first uh, you get a shanker or canker. It's a sore or an ulcer, usually mm-hmm. on the genitals. It isn't. It doesn't hurt usually. Sure. Um, it heals over in three to eight weeks. It's super infectious. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the that when like a cold sore. Yeah. When you get canker it. canker sores and cold sores are pretty similar. Yeah. Um, they can be so ignorable that people sometimes mistake them for a pimple or an ingrown hair. Okay. Uh, not, uh, like some people just, they don't get them at all. Right. It's just, or it's somewhere very hard to see. Sure. Like, up inside you. Right. It's like, you might not even know it's there. I was going to say, like, you you saying, like, ingrown hair, it's like, dude, I've had ingrown hair and it hurt. Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, you could just ignore it. I'm like, no, it's painful. <laughs> I don't uh, know what you're talking about. It's not unusual to get painful ones, but they don't have to be. Sure. Uh, and then that kind of goes away six to twelve weeks after infection. Usually, several weeks after the first uh, canker heals, you get secondary syphilis. Okay. You think it gets better, but the infection's still biting its time. And once you get secondary, it's uh, you start getting rashes. Mm-hmm. You kind of get raised uh, plaque, kind of scaly stuff. Ugh. Yeah, it just, like, takes a nap to wake up for round two. That's mm-hmm. way worse. Like bumps. It's on the palms, the feet, elsewhere. Sometimes it's hard to see. <gasps> I have bumps. Oh, not on my palms, so back of my hands. It usually doesn't itch. You might have flu-like symptoms. The sores might come back. You might start losing your hair or losing weight. Mm. Um, rare incidents at this stage could also... You could start having headaches. Um, you could start... Um, like getting arthritis, like your joints will start hurting. Mm -hmm. You could get meningitis this early. Oh, that's not good. Uh, And then between these stages, uh, the the secondary can happen again and again. Mm -hmm. Like that can just repeat itself. Latent, between these stages, you're asymptomatic, and that can go on for like a couple months. Gosh, that's terrible. Two years. Because then you're like, it went away. It went away. And like maybe you're like, I don't know, I had like a bump or an ingrown hair, and then I got the flu, and then it went away. There's so. I mean, almost... Every like symptom of anything I've ever had, unless it gets worse, I'm just like I'm just gonna ignore that. Yeah. Until something happens, mm-hmm. because like you don't want to freak out about nothing. <laughs> yeah. And you sometimes have, your body just does something weird. You have no idea. Yeah. So I'm like I can't even imagine. Because mm-hmm. yeah, if it went away, I'd be like, well, I guess it's done. And then it comes back, and especially if it doesn't come back the same way. Then mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, that's something else. Right. You, you wouldn't think it was the same disease. And if I get a new weird thing, I'm like, well, wait again. <laughs> yeah. And I just see. Uh, but but you still have it. You have it the whole time. Yeah, just uh, secretly, and it sucks. That's so rude. It doesn't go away on its own. It, it will never go away on its own. Does so? It eventually kills you. But is it like you said, meningitis? So like, does it let uh, it lets other things in also? Uh, meningitis just is um, just like a brain infection. So right. it, it gets to the brain. Okay, basically, sure. To the neuro part, I think. If you're a doctor and I'm saying something wrong, <laughs> please email us and yeah. we'll uh, we'll have a little correction. Let us episode. know. That's yeah, hundred percent. But that's my my understanding. Let of me it. know. Uh, but you you want to get it treated because yes. at this point, the next stage is the tertiary, which is like now you're in like turbo. And it's gonna, mm-hmm. it's getting real bad now. It's like stages of cancer that's like, once you get to the later ones, it's rough, buddy. Yeah, it's rough, buddy, and you can still treat it, but like, you just don't want it to get here. Right. This happens in, like, a third of untreated patients. It can be decades after your first infection. Wow. It can take a long time. Just camps. It could be, like, two years. It could be 20 years. And once you get to this point, you start getting tumors. You could go blind. Mm. You could uh, have paralysis. It damages your nervous system, Mm-mm. your brain, and other organs, including necrotic lesions that affect the Ugh. skin and your bones. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I mentioned, like, the skulls that you see that look like they've been eaten away by acid. Yeah. Like, there's a hole in the bone, mm. and you can see inside the skull bit. It's like, oh, no. Yikes. <laughs> and it used to be that was everyone because there was no treatment. Right. But, like, just don't let it get this far. Right. It can don't. affect your heart valves. You can have aortic aneurysms oh, where you're just, gosh. like— just get, it, like, a heart attack and yeah. your, your heart fails. Uh, and then, you know, meningitis again. And neurosyphilis, which uh, affects your, like, cognitive functioning. It mm-hmm. starts looking like dementia. You can have weird auditory symptoms. Just like your hearing stuff. Just, like, yeah, just stroke out. Cool. Um, yeah. Al Capone was uh, a famous person who had ah. this. Uh, and he... When he assumed control of, like, the Chicago mob, he took control of a bunch of their cat houses or their, like, sex working operations. Sure. And he partook, naturally. Of course. He contracted syphilis, but was too he was too embarrassed to get treated or say anything about it. Uh, and it wasn't until he was in Alcatraz that mm. it started to really get bad. And we started right. getting that that tertiary neurosyphilis kind of stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, By then, his brain function was already being affected to such a degree. To such a degree that they just let him go. Wow, you're you're just gone, right, dude? He was released from jail in 1939, uh, and when the public started wondering, like, are they gonna like put him back in charge? Yeah. Now um, they were like, we can't. He literally is useless. Yeah, like his associates were like, we like he's nuttier than a fruitcake, is what one of his associates says. Like. Or absolutely can't. Right. He's he's gone. Yeah. Useless. Uh. <laughs> he spent the last few weeks of his life in Palm Island, Florida, suffered a stroke, uh, and perished at the age of forty-eight. Hmm. I'm like, yep, pretty cut and dried syphilis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good, my friend. You can't do it. And you you well and the thing is too, especially nowadays, it's like you don't need to be embarrassed about it. It's no. not a big deal. Especially this, right? Like right. comparatively to all of the other things you could get, not a big deal. Right. And you no, and, and the doctors aren't gonna judge you. And you don't have to tell other people. Yeah, you don't have to tell people. No. But like Listen to all these other cool people that may have had the thing you had. Yeah. Right? And you're, you know, they all died. So. All these other cool like Al Capone was cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was a mm. successful business person. Yeah, business. <laughs> uh, Henri de uh, Toulouse-Lautrec. Okay. Uh, Edward Manet, writers Oscar Wilde, Baudelaire. Uh, not surprising. Yeah, a lot of uh, romantic sorts uh-huh. who also had like a bunch of other stuff. Right. Let me just open up the list of syphilis cases. <laughs> My favorite page. So this is like this is uh, someone's self-portrait. Of someone Oof. of someone who has syphilis. They and are like a goblin creature, and that's actually not too bad. They still have their eyes and their nose, but so. like their their face looks bad. It's but not, yeah, not, they don't have any big sores or anything. <laughs> they're uh, yeah, but we we think uh, probably Columbus had it. Probably. Yeah. He died pretty pretty young. Mm. Um, Benito, Mussolini, Ivan the Terrible. Right. That's why we took his brain. Uh, we we think Tolstoy might have had it. We think Lenin might have had it. Sure. Um, Hitler is one of those that we suspect. But these ones are suspected. We're not really uh-huh. sure. Um, but, yeah, just like a lot of probably more people than we would think. Yeah. Because a lot of people like boning. Sure. A lot of people have sex. That's right. A lot of people don't do it safely. (laughs) A lot of people had no real option to do it safely. Right. Uh, But, yeah, if you're, uh, you know, it's good to be tested. It's good to go to the doctor. And, you know, maybe the person you got it from doesn't know either. Right. Because, you know, it can be dormant. Well, and it's like when you're talking about the experiment, right, that it's like when they're like, oh, well, yeah, we know you have that. We're not telling you so we can just watch you. It's like the exact opposite nowadays. Like if they test you for like an experiment or something you're trying to be involved in mm-hmm. and they find out you have a disease, even not the one they're looking for, they'll be like, yeah, you can't be in our experiment also. Also. You have a medical problem <laughs> and you need to go to the doctor right now. You need to get treated immediately. Right. So at the very least, it's, like, that's a positive thing to come out of that of, like, now it's the exact opposite Mm -hmm. of, like, hey, buddy. Wow. We got to do this. So that's the hysterical ha. History of syphilis. See, and these are – I love it because almost all of the people that we specifically think of of having, like, syphilis and doing the crazy is always, like, kings and dudes. It's always dudes. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's weird that you seem much more hysterical than most of the women that you think are having hysteria. Yeah. It's you are behaving way. in a way that mm-hmm. is, like, very unsettling <laughs> to everyone. Hmm. 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 Mm. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> it's a Yahoo drink. That's so funny. Oh yikes! Well, he's <laughs> so close. Doctors, I know we have a couple doctors at least who listen to this. Yeah. Uh, if we got anything wrong, let us know. We'll do a correction. Right, and um, send us emails hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail dot com about a disease you want us to talk about. Or your favorite disease? I don't know. <laughs> your Who do you think disease. has syphilis or had it? Don't send me anyone alive. That's not very nice. No, don't be like my mom. The dead people. <laughs> That'd be sad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, not like my mom. Yeah, that's what I think. No, <laughs> like an email being like, "My mom had it." <laughs> I think so. Well, no, I'm saying random, wild guesses. Don't send me like Tom Cruise definitely a syphilis. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean like which dead people do you think had it? Mm-hmm. Do you have any proof? I'd love some proof. Probably not. Probably not, but anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> we hope you learned good things and that you don't get syphilis. Be safe, my dudes. And if you do, get treated. That's right. Treated. It's so- you have got to get yourself treated. Just get it treated. And then it's a good smash of syllables. I you will- have got to get it treated. Yep. <laughs> um, But yeah, like I said, it's not a big deal. It's really easy. It's just- 100% good if you just get that penicillin. And if Gosh. you're allergic to it, I'm sure they can give you something else. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's all cool. And wouldn't it almost Options. be bragging rights, you're like, I'm like King Louis Fourteenth. I got syphilis. And then I got it fixed, girl. And then I got it fixed. I live in the future. <laughs> Everything's easier. <laughs> Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for listening. You're great. And um, have a good day. Don't get diseases. Get tested. Everything's cool. Have a great non-syphilitic day. Yeah. Have a great. (laughs) (laughs) We're still recording this during Pride Month. Have a great (laughs) non-syphilitic pride. Yay. Be safe. Bye. 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 Bye.